everyone, and welcome to a next week on Zingness. That's my music. So you've got me, um, Super Saiyan Zinger. Sure, we'll go with that. And I'm joined by the Prince of Allbergs. Perfect. Yes, this is. I thought about that one earlier. I'm like, how am I going to introduce myself? This has been a long time coming in the fact of one, um, we've put this episode off, I think, almost a month now. At least. Some keeps coming up every week, and we're like, yeah. oh, let's talk about this instead. So, so if you haven't read the title, or for some reason, you, this is just on autoplay, we are discussing one of the greatest animes ever made, and I think I can safely say that with very little pushback from anyone. No, people will push back, but they're wrong. Yes, they are. Their um, opinion is wrong. So we're going to be talking about mainly Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball exists, Dragon Ball GT exists, despite all of our complaining, and Dragon Ball Super is a thing, but this week, we're going to mainly focus on that, and at a later date and time, I do want to cover Abridged. Oh, yes. Which is a totally different thing, but that's something for another day. So, and also, this has crossed both mine and your minds, Eric, as, haven't we already done this episode before? I think we, I know we've discussed Dragon Ball Z a million times in our other discussions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when we did an episode for our other friendly podcast, uh, Tales of the Fandom, we talked about yep. it. But David Ginsburg's show, uh, Tales from the Fandom. But did we ever actually discuss it on here? I don't Not think so. Not to the so. best of my knowledge, uh, there is a The Broly episode where we Right, discussed... we actually specifically discussed the movie. Yes. Um, so if we had, for some reason, already done an episode... And just yeah. forgot about it. <laughs> it's entirely possible, but I know I, th- I think we're good. I think we're good. So, um, I guess, and we're going to probably be touching on a few things that we touched on in the Tales from the Phantom episode because yeah. the one thing I want to get off first is <laughs> how did you get introduced to the show? Okay, so this is always a big roundabout story. Uh, I got introduced because of Super Mario RPG. So that came out as my first Super Mario. It was my first Wait, RPG. What? <laughs> So Super Mario RPG was my first RPG I ever played, and it fell in love with the genre. So that directly led me to Chrono Trigger, which is my favorite oh, game of all time. Okay, okay. And of course, Akira Toriyama did the character design for that. And I had never heard of Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z. And I mean, this was the mid-90s when it was still kind of unknown mm-hmm. in the U.S. Um, and I, I had a magazine that talked about Chrono Trigger, and it talked about how, oh, and character design by Dragon Ball manga artist and anime artist uh, Akira Toriyama... So we were visiting my grandma, who lives, uh, who lived a state north, and we were visiting her, and she had Sci-Fi, which at the time was kind of like a premium cable channel, uh, kind of like the Disney Channel used to be. And on Saturday mornings, they had Saturday morning anime. And I remember I woke up really early one morning, couldn't get back to sleep, so I went up and I was like, I got up and I was like, I want to watch, see what's on, and I'm watching the anime block on sci-fi and dragon ball z is on and i specifically remember it was the episode where goku falls off snake way and is trying to get back out um i was like oh this is that show that the guy who did chrono triggers stuff is based on uh, or whatever and uh and so i watched it i'm like oh this is really cool and then it was every time we visited my grandma i would specifically get up early and it would be like these scattered random ass episodes <laughs> that i would see but it wasn't until it was come when i found out it was coming to toonami i'm like this is awesome and that's when i started actually just watching it in order which i think a lot of people did so the original run of dragon ball z in japan was from I'm assuming it's japan uh, yeah it had to have been japan yeah was from um april of 1989 same that's the same year as The Simpsons, right? Yes. Okay. To January of 1996. Yeah. Uh, a total of 291 episodes. Uh, it's That's run- it? Really? I thought that was how many episodes it took for Namek to blow up. <laughs> very good. Um, but on... Very good. Um, And then, according to this, Cartoon Network ran it from 98 to 2003. So also, uh, International Channel had it for a little bit. In first syndicated run, which I believe is the one you're talking about, was 96 to 98. Yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. Yeah, it no, it first syndicated it run, it doesn't say where. Right, so. and you know, it was one of those where, like, before Toonami really started doing that, not just, not just Dragon Ball Z, but, I mean, 
there were all sorts of weird syndicated anime on like i remember the usa network did syndication mm-hmm. of um sailor moon <laughs> i remember seeing that before it was a toonami staple on there um i mean uh, a bunch of random mech animes would be like voltron would be on yeah. uh, syndicated stuff like that so um I really feel like that mid to late 90s was when the syndicated anime kind of started finding a focused outlet. So the other thing that we have here, I'm just going to mention this one, because this one does kind of more tie into it, is uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai. Ah, yes. Which is the kind of slim, more true to the manga version. Abridged, but not abridged. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Not capital A abridged, but... So what happens in in a lot of animes is they have filler episodes or filler arcs or stuff like that because the anime normally is being made at the same time the manga is being made. And, of course, one outpaces the other. Sure. So they have to do kind of episodes to fill in the gaps. And they can have bonkers, stupid stories all the way, especially in Dragon Dragon Ball Z had some of the weirdest ones, I feel, because there was like the fake (laughs) Namek. I'm going to say one of these that's actually part of the manga, because I've I've never read the manga from cover to cover. No. I've read, like, bits and pieces of it, but um, I don't know if you have. I have not. Okay. Um, it essentially follows the base. They, they, they did a good job following a lot of the stuff, but sure. when there's filler, there is filler. There was the Garlic Jr. stuff, I know, definitely. Them getting their licenses, I know, right. was something. Uh, I think... I think all the stuff with after they got out of the hyperbolic time chamber before the cell games there was a right. little bit there of like goku and gohan going out and just doing random stuff which i'd never thought made any sense the whole after the whole afterworld tournament or the afterlife tournament yes. after goku dies after the cell games that whole thing does yes. not like PyCon, which is piccolo but with a tall hat uh is not does not exist in the manga so this is weird though because it lists here the episodes for Kai, as in Japan, it's 159, but internationally, it's 167. Hmm. I'm sure if I looked into that, I could figure out something with it, but you know what? That's kind of boring. Yeah. I know you're probably wanting us to talk about some cool stuff, so I guess let's um, let's hit... Key hit, blast! Hit, <laughs> yes, exactly. So let's hit on, like, who was one of your favorite characters in the series? Um, and why? So, so I mean... Obviously, everyone loves Goku. I mean, it, it's I love I, I think everyone loves and hates Goku for the same reason they love and hate Superman. He's like Superman and Goku, which are often seen as sort of you know, equals to each other. It's sort of that whole like, hey, it's the Deus Ex Machina or Deus Ex Saiyan. It's just like they come and save the day, and it's like, oh great, here we go again. But you still you gotta love the guy because he's he's I think he's got way more personality than than Superman. But anyway, besides Goku, because I think that's an easy easy answer. Um, my two favorite other characters, I've got to say, are Krillin and Vegeta. All right. Krillin I love because you sit there and you think in, in, in a universe with androids and aliens and gods and spirits and demons and stuff, he is just, a, to, to quote abridged uh, Cell to, to Tien, you're just human. <laughs> and, he, and that's the thing. Sure, in this pantheon of these other fighters, he is easily eclipsed, but... Compared to an average human, he's he can destroy. He could just if Master Roshi can destroy the moon, Krillin could easily destroy the moon or the Earth or any any of the Z fighters could. So, and I always think he and of course uh, abridged. I think made me love Krillin even more. But uh, I know we keep going to abridged, even though we're saving that for another episode. But I do I do like I do like Krillin uh, as a character, and I do like how when I started I haven't finished it, but I did start watching the Dragon Ball anime. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on Hulu and. I do kind of like how Krillin grew because he did kind of have uh, unpure intentions, like he when he brought oh, porn yeah. magazines and tried to be sneaky and surpass Goku and everything like that. But then they became best of friends, and uh, but then Vegeta too. Uh, kind of getting onto Vegeta, he is he's got the I think got the best character arc of any character in Dragon Ball. I mean, the way he goes from just bloodthirsty, remorseless, excuse me there, uh, and just he turns into you know a, a, a planet destroying tyrant to a loving father and husband and he's still but he's still vegeta though he's still stubborn as all get out he still can be a bit of a prick uh but ultimately even his rivalry with goku like it's it's it is not a i'm gonna kill you and beat you to death it is i'm i want to surpass you and it's yes it's it's so i i love that and i love him and uh 
yeah, so definitely my two two of my favorite characters uh, from the series. I'm gonna go with and and you know what, my favorite character from the series is just uh, Christopher Sabat. Yeah, <laughs> so half the cast <laughs> uh, because my favorite character would probably be Vegeta. Yeah, I love Vegeta. I love him because he has, I think, as you said, one of the best arcs as a character throughout the entire series. Sure. Um, I love his moments of clarity that the series allows for him. There's yeah. a few times where, and it's mostly in the Boo saga, he gets these very clear moments of clarity sure. with stuff. Uh, he also has some of my favorite move sets, even though they are not used often. Yeah. There are a few moves that he uses once, they're one offs, but I love them. Sure. And I'm saying one offs in Dragon. Ball Z because Super they become up a little bit yeah, all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they they become more regular. Like remember, Final Flash was like this thing that like he used to basically he killed himself to try and take Boo out. But then uh, was that Final Flash? No, no. Fi- Final Flash is the cell is the thing where he shoots. That what cell. was the, the, it, that? Was just him exploding? Because I swear he used that again, but it was like, a, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to explode now. I know he oh he God. used that during the end of the Saiyan saga where he was fighting all them and he didn't have enough energy to actually bl- like he did that That's thing right. where he like released all of his energy right. but it wasn't enough because he was so tired but then he actually did it against Boo right and sacrificed himself and yada 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 yeah, yeah right um, <laughs> so I mean he's he's one of my I'm sure we'll I'll, I'll get into more of that as we go through favorites of other stuff that we're gonna have um, I would say another character. But I'm going to save that because I do have a separate section for favorite blank. So that will come later. <laughs> for favorite blanks? <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm not going to say what it is. but I um, think I know I I think I know yeah, you're going with this, yeah. but I won't say. Um, and my next one would be Piccolo. I, mean, uh, I, I, love, I, Piccolo. I love Goku, I love Gohan, but I, I don't know, I just like Piccolo. He's, Piccolo's tragic. I he, like him because he's tragic. He really is, and he's underrated, and he gets so few moments to shine, like truly shine. But when he shines, he oh. shines. I still think one of my favorite fights in all of Dragon Ball Z is when he, after he absorbs Nail, and he takes on Frieza uh, See, in its I second got form. One. I freaking love that fight, but I think I know where you're going to go with. Uh, the part after he absorbs uh, Kami and fight 17. Yep, I was that going to say, that's I, my other, I love, that's like my the other great piccolo battle that i feel is a very underrated fight because it was something to where like it was an epic fight and it just i feel gets outweighed by what immediately comes after that sure so so those would be my 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 two favorite characters that i love and adore and ironically they're both ex-villain characters which this series is inundated with a ton of like villains that become not anti-heroes, but heroes because their rivalry with Goku is what drives them. I, I, well, I mean, look at this shirt I'm wearing. I'm wearing a Dragon Ball Z shirt, which is, I got it at Target. You've probably yes. seen it. A bunch of characters standing here. And we've got 18 Piccolo and Vegeta standing on it. We've got three of the biggest villains mm-hmm. though, from the series that are now yep. part of the Z Fighters. Yeah. Why are we called Z Fighters anyway? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, that's, so I wanted to start off with like our favorite characters. Now... My next one I want to bring up is favorite villains because that probably plays into what your favorite arc is too. That actually wasn't where I thought you were going to go with it, but but well, well which one do you think? I thought favorite? you were going to say who's your favorite non-fighter characters. Non-fighter. Oh, so you mean ancillary like back like support characters, like your Bulmas and your Chi-Chi's and, and your Master- yeah stuff like that. Okay, we, we obviously all know the answer to this, Master Roshi. Right, I consider him a fighter, though I uh, didn't. But oh wait, I, he because I, okay in okay since we're strictly talking Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball Z, Z, then yeah, I think you could count that because if you count Dragon Ball and then if you count Super, uh, he's, he's in he's he fights, fights in all of that. Yeah. So um, the only time I think he fights in in the in Dragon Ball Z is during filler episodes. There's a because he was in one in the uh, well in one of the movies though the one was it World Strong yes yes World Strongest World Strongest which I guess yeah I guess that would be a dragon ball you said you haven't thing. seen a lot of the movies have you i've seen some i've seen i remember right after so I, I took that off of the list of like favorite but i'm like oh, right I... no i haven't seen a ton of them i've seen when cartoon network right after they started airing z when they did world's strongest tree of might and um dead zone yeah those three i think i think those are the only three i've seen not counting the um the Probably. abridged uh 
their their oh, yeah, their, yeah, their specials where they do that. But I've not actually seen a lot of the the movies. Like I haven't seen Lawrence Slug. I haven't seen the um. Original I haven't seen Broly. the not I was, right. I haven't seen the original Brolies. I haven't seen um. Bojack on is it Bojack Unbound or is that what it's called? Sure, let's go with that. Something like that. Uh, Even though I could look it up, I'm like, yeah, let's go with that. Uh, Jan- the one with Janemba, I haven't seen. Was he even from Z or was that GT? I can't. No, remember. no, that, that, that was, was Z. Janemba was Z because that was the introduction. Lord Slug. If I didn't say that already, but I think I might have already said Lord Slug. Uh, that was the introduction of um, Cooler. Those like I haven't seen any of those. It was the introduction of Cooler. There was also the introduction of um, Gogeta. Was introduced in um, right in the Janimba one, which I think is Fusion Reborn. Yeah, is what that one's called. Once again, I have the internet in front of me, but I'm just sitting here not right. utilizing it. And then there was the the Bardock movie. Yes, which is weird because they've done a manga like Dragon Ball Minus, which kind of redoes that, and also the new Broly movie kind of redoes some of that origin stuff too. Right, which I. No offense to the Bardock movie, I kind of like the way they've kind of retconned it more. Yeah. Because I think, because the whole thing about the Bardock movie is he gets hit and he kind of gets like premonitions of the future. And in the retcon, it's just sort of more like, uh, I think Freeze is going to screw us. Yeah, something bad's going it's, it's It's kind of just common sense sets in real quick. And he's like, I think yeah. there's something bad's going to happen. send him away. So... So I, I appreciate that more. But um, anyways, as I was saying, um, since we apparently did talk about the movies real quick, who is your favorite villain? And I guess kind of favorite arc. We can kind of do those at the same time because some of those kind of hold each other's right. hands. I always go back and forth between Cell and Frieza just because I feel like Frieza's like such a stereotypical answer. But again, he's a villain who... Especially when you start bringing Super into it, kind of has redemption. We gotta stop talking. About I, we do. I, we we really care. do because that's what that's what taints that's what taints my thing though. But I like Cell because like the the thing that's great about Cell is he is uh, he he's created. Like it's not like he grew up for years and years. Well, I mean, he, I guess he did because he time traveled or whatever. But anyway, it's it's sort of like he he's he was made by someone else to be evil. It wasn't like he was brought up in this environment. Like he was. He's he's an android. Um, he's programmed to to be evil and destroy Goku. So I don't know. I think Cell. I think the thing with Frieza is once once Goku goes Super Saiyan, like it, it fights over. But I, with Cell, I think maybe what maybe edges Cell out is he's he just seems just completely unstoppable and i mean he kind of almost was i mean yeah. it was it was just like by a razor margin that gohan was able to it's, defeat him you know what it's the vegeta in him that i think got him yeah it's the he could have won that fight way earlier but of course vegeta likes toying with his his prey instead of finishing it and in most circumstances, sure. and I think that that's what happened with Cell in that situation was he was just toying with Gohan just because he wanted to fight Goku. Right, he wanted to have Goku as the opponent. Goku was kind of like, Meh. well, and he knew from having faced when there's the two versions of Super Saiyan two. There was where Trunks had hit it, and it's like you're stronger and bulkier, but you're really slow. And he was able to defeat that. So uh, Trunks was stronger. Mm-hmm. But he didn't have the speed. But then Go- Gohan was able to kind of figure out the the other way to go with Super Saiyan two, where you get the strength, but you also get the speed. And he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let Gohan power up because I'm still gonna be able to beat him." And then it's like, "Oh crap, I I don't stand a chance." But then he got the Zinkai boost from almost dying, but then not dying. So, so I'm looking this up real quick because the Super Saiyan leveling system is the weirdest <laughs> thing in the world. Yeah. Um. And I'm just seeing if I can get, like, a vaguely accurate list of it. Because there... Okay, there, there's the basic... And, and I'll, I'll I'll get to mine real quick. But there's the basic... There's Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan 2, Super Saiyan 3 in Dragon Ball. Yeah. Um, Z. But then there's, like, Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan Grade 2. Yeah. Super Saiyan Grade 3 or something, I think. And then there's Super Saiyan 2. Super Saiyan Grade 3 is essentially Super Saiyan 2. But the difference is Super Saiyan 2, your hair changes and you have the electrical aura around you as well. 
which is what Gohan eventually achieved. Whereas Trunks achieved like to where he bulk, it was bulk like got the strength. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the thing I found interesting in the show is they had that whole, once again, Goku is never written as or shown as a very smart person. No. <laughs> except for when it comes to fighting. He yeah. is amazing at fighting and he shows that he can even do that level but he doesn't because he says that the sacrifice you make in speed is like it, there's there there's it's not worth it um there's also like the super and and the other thing is the um the super version or the grade grade one is where their hair gets slightly longer right. and they get the bulk but not the super bulk that trunks got uh like vegeta and trunks both had and then there's like there's like a perfect Super Saiyan form or something where right. that that's what. Sorry, this for anyone who's never watched the show, I apologize right now <laughs> for this because this is not making any sense. There's probably. also there's also and I don't know if this is an official term or a fan term, but it's called false Super Saiyan where it's like pre. It's like right. It was, um, didn't they bring it? Wasn't that what happened in Tree of Might where he kind of. It's like he has the golden aura and his hair kind of like shows a flash, but it doesn't, he doesn't quite, it's like as, as, as normal as you can be without actually being a super saiyan. Uh, there also was the, um, uh, Lord Slug. Exactly. He has it, he has it in Lord, he does that in Lord Slug nice. too. So yeah, I mean there, there is, and yes, I'm actually looking at it right here. Uh, the concept and creation, the incarnation of the Super Saiyan form was created by Toriyama and used in the movie Dragon Ball Z, your Lord Slug, uh, retconned as being false Super Saiyan. So, there you go. There we go. So, no, I mean, it's 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 an interesting power-up. It's really cool. I, I'd i love it to no end. But um, my... Fa- I guess what's your favorite transformation when it comes to to that? When it just like with just Super Saiyan or with whose transformation and which um, I always like Broly's legendary Super Saiyan because he's it's green and his hair turns green and it doesn't it's just it's kind of explained and then it also happens with Kaolifla Khalifa because was what was her combined name because it was you know I just had that because it was because because it was. Because it was Kale and Khalifa, but it was then it was Kale. I don't remember. Anyway, they also have it. So and then because the, at that point Broly wasn't canon, but then with the Broly movie, they kind of seemed to make it canon. So in terms of canon, they had it first, but obviously Broly the the Broly movie was you know twenty some years before that. So um, I do like that transformation. I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> he's so cool, <laughs> but he's so lame. Once again, getting into the abridged. <laughs> the two stuff. are intertwined at this point in my they, life. They, they are too intertwined, but like I said, we'll get to the abridged stuff. Because the reason they're so intertwined is because after watching like their Let's Play of Kakarot, they have so much knowledge and are such huge fans that it is a love letter to fans like yeah. us. Mm. So, like I said, we will do a complete episode where we will just hog, hog wild go off on this. Um, my favorite Super Saiyan transformation. Three, I wasn't really a fan of because it just looked kind of ridiculous. I think the thing that that weirds me out about three is he lo- you lose, lose your eyebrows, eyebrows for like no discernible reason. And I remember, and you I remember just get this just 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 forehead, a giant like, five head. Yeah, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm sitting here making motions that don't make any sense. But I'm just like sitting here where it's like your head just becomes like you don't have eyebrows, you just have a just ledge of. Flesh, flesh <laughs> over your eyes. <laughs> but 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 the motion he's making makes perfect sense if you know what Super Saiyan three looks yes. like. Yes. Um. Uh, Gohan Super Saiyan two transformation is one of my favorites in the Japanese version. Which have you ever seen that? No. We I'm will have not. to watch it later because okay. it is it is it is one of my favorite transformations because the music everything oh it's perfect. Nice. Um. But I'm actually as lame as this is. And as dumb as this is, I'm gonna go with the super se- the super version of Trunks when he fights Cell, ah. where he's all muscled up. Because I'm like, that was the premise I feel for Broly. Yeah. Because I, I don't know, it's just something about it. Even though it's a worthless transformation, sort of, it was just really cool because I love Trunks as a character. Like when he was introduced and everything, and seeing him like as like the person, right, was really cool. And actually, I think I want to change my answer. Oh. It's also Trunks. 
and it's the first time we meet him, and we oh. don't know who he is, and you're like, who's this purple-haired kid fighting Frieza you with a sword, blue. and then, huh? I mean blue-haired kid. No, it was purple. It was blue and super, because it was wrong. <laughs> All right, Toriyama. <laughs> but did you see it? But just to see him, and then all of a sudden, like, whoa, this person's a Saiyan, and then the fact that he slices Frieza in half... Uh, Instantly, which brings me to I saw I saw this is a little sidetrack, but I saw an interesting video talking about um, because in the timeline where Trunks comes from, Goku defeated Goku him. defeats Frieza, and it was talking about how did that play out because clearly because because after he defeats Frieza, it's still three hours until uh, until Goku arrives on Earth. So it's sort of like how did that play out? Was did because Frieza could have easily just destroyed the planet in that time, so... I thought it was explained as he instant transmission to Earth. Oh, that's but right. He, the, the, no, he, he did talk about in the, okay. in the video. He he said he sensed... Because I think he sensed it coming, but then he sensed this other power that he knew could take out uh, Frieza, mm-hmm. so that's right. And I think at the time he was like, oh, crap, I need to I need to get there right now. And then he, that You're right, you're right. Okay, so real quick for the listener. If you're not familiar with Dragon Ball Z and you're still listening at this point, <laughs> I'm sorry. God bless you. God bless you. Um, thank you. Thank you. Uh, like, like and subscribe. Um, but if you are, I'm sure you are aware as anyone else, Dragon Ball Z is fraught with continuity, weirdness, stuff that doesn't make any sense because one, it's a weird show and very few things are explained thoroughly sometimes, but also because Akira Toriyama is very, very, very notorious for... Oops, I forgot about that. <laughs> forgetting stuff, forgetting characters, forgetting that Trunks. Here's the thing I don't get. Okay, so we're going to talk about Super for a second. Because you brought it up, and I want to talk about it. In Super, Kid Trunks exists. Yes. The younger version of Trunks exists with purple with hair. purple hair. Then Trunks from the future, who is an older version, so it's not like there's any confusion between the two, comes back and has blue hair. And the reason is Toriyama forgot Yes. How do you forget when you have the younger version right there? And it's not like, it wasn't like a confusing, like, oh, you have to keep them separate. It's, right. No, it's... It doesn't make any sense. Uh, launch is another one that just kind of gets forgotten about. Um, I think one of the Super Saiyan um, levels is forgotten about at one point, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I think you're right. It, there, there, there's a lot of stuff. There's also a lot of weird things I know from reading stuff about, like, why there were so many androids, why Cell came about, why there was all the different... Him and his, um, I think it was his editor or his... It was somebody like that kind of wasn't like his boss, but sort of was his boss, kept on giving him notes on stuff. And that's right. why there was weird stuff like all the different Frieza transformations. Right. The different Cell transformations. Why there was like a ton of androids for no apparent reason. Right. I don't know about much stuff with the Boo saga i just know there was a lot more meddling earlier on right so also i had always heard a rumor that gohan was supposed to be the focus of the series and goku was never supposed to come back yeah no that that's absolutely what happened and it very clearly was like oh we want more goku so of course now anyone can just die and it's like oh yeah we've died a million times (laughs) so um back to my favorite arc since we really got sidetracked there and favorite villain i'm with you I would love to say Vegeta, by the way, but Vegeta, I feel, becomes more of an anti-hero sure. in the series, more so than a villain. Yeah, he starts as a villain, but I mean, it was known, like, I think that that early on yeah. that he was going to have this change, so. Um, my favorite, Cell Saga is one of my favorites, just because it has all the ridiculous transformations and stuff. Um, I like Frieza, but Frieza... The Frieza saga is one of those. I feel I can only watch the abridged version. I mean, not the abridged. Well, yes, I can watch the abridged <laughs> version, but like the Kai version, because there's so much. It, there's a lot uh, of filler, or like it's extending episodes yes. where there's always there's the joke of the planet's gonna blow up in flat five minutes, and then it's like I mean ten episodes or something like that. And then that fight is actually if you like if you go onto YouTube, you can find like full Frieza fight. It's like four hours long when Goku there shows is, up. It's um, insane how I long I know it that is. there's a Naruto... I think there's a Naruto fight that actually finally beat it for like longest anime <laughs> fight. Um, but between two characters because that one held it for a long time. Yeah. Like I, said, I still love that. I still oh, love sure. the introduction. It's just in retrospect now, I'd rather watch other... Like, if you put on the Cell stuff, I'll watch that. Yeah. Frieza stuff, eh. But him as a villain, I feel he's had more development with Super. Sure. 
I would like to see Cell come back. And I more was stuff from Cell. I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, we other and, and this isn't even canon, but and the and the Afterworld tournament after Cell's dead, you see him teaming up with Frieza and the mm-hmm. the uh, Ginyu Force. Yep. But then after that, he's never really back. And yes, I absolutely would love to because he's going to be in the same place as Frieza. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I would I would enjoy to see what Cell's up to and what his his deal is because I feel he is an interesting character. And I mean, I I just feel like we we got robbed of an opportunity with him yeah um we already do we already do support characters we we briefly touched on okay. it. i mean i guess with the the non-fighter okay characters. so i i guess let, let, let's let's round back to that yeah because I, I think we talked about roshi and then got sidetracked right i was gonna say we brought it up this is the, yeah this is a whole episode of getting sidetracked too i feel so supporting characters that yeah we we were talking about that because we got completely sidetracked on that um, supporting characters that are not essentially fighter characters in the series. Who's your favorite? I like Bulma. Bulma. I like Bulma. I didn't like how they portrayed her in the early English episodes. They made her like sound. They made her sound super ditzy, mm-hmm. and like they kind of gave her a California like, oh my god, dudes, what's going on? I'm just like, <laughs> I actually saw a clip pop up the other day, and I watched, it and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad they when they actually started doing the uh, the the current Funimation dub, they made her sound. Like the ge- the genius that she actually is, so um, I've even seen theories as to like how Earth would have been completely fine had Goku never come or whatever, because Bulma would have been she could have easily created beings or armor or weapons that was that were yeah. just as powerful as the androids or whatever. So uh, I do like Bulma though; I think she's great and she is very smart. And we've seen time and again how I mean she's the one who created time travel, and that's how the whole cell stuff starts so yep whole android and cell stuff yep um i'm gonna go with yamcha (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna go with yamcha (laughs) yamcha tian and um chow no i'm joking um you know what tian really does get his moment and this is once again me kind of nudging the abridged stuff is they 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 really do give a huge salute to tian during the cell saga they really do and it's it's true he gets his his big his big moment uh but my serious answer is I I like Bulma too, but so we don't keep saying the same people. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with Roshi. Yeah, just just because Ro- Roshi's was always fun to have in the background of a lot of stuff. He's their old master that's sort of kind of just there, and his students have both surpassed him. Beyond. Leaps and bounds. He leaps and bounds, but yet they still show so much respect to him. Sure, and the thing is though, it's one of those where like they're they're stronger than him. Just in raw strength, but mm. he has that experience and that knowledge that it's not like, oh, I mean, he, it's not like they can't learn anything from him. Exactly. And actually, I did see a cutscene in the Kakarot game where it's when they're getting there for their reunion and mm-hmm. they're like, oh, you've been slacking on your training. So he gives them training exercises and stuff like that. So there, there's still stuff to learn. They may not be, phys- he may not be physically as strong as them, but he can still, there's not anything. He still can't teach them. So. Well, I know in the Dragon Ball series, when him him as Jackie is it's Jackie, Jackie Chun, Chun. Uh, fights Goku, he actually knows that he can beat him on one of the attacks because he knows he's taller than him, so he has the reach. Over. Yeah. And it's like stuff like that is just how why he, I feel he is a great care of great supporting character to them in the Dragon Ball Z series. Sure. Also, his. Um, his uh, drinking and stuff like that, which I don't think they. I think it was very. They downplayed or like he's drinking orange juice in the American yeah. version, but he's like drinking, but he still is drinking. Yeah, beer, it's, but it's, they, it's beer. It's beer and it's down. porno mags. Yes. and um and yoga videos too. Yes, yes, <laughs> fully clothed no yoga videos, which he loves watching and everything. So it's just it's it's great because he is he is the original pervy sage. If not once again to steal from Naruto. It's like this show. It's like one of these shows copied off the other one or something. <laughs> um, so on that note, since he taught the one of the most essential moves I feel in the entire series, the Kamehameha, to okay, let's see if we can list all the characters that can do it. So no fu- fusions don't count. Okay, so Roshi obviously Roshi. is the one who created it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Goku. Yes. Krillin. Yep. Yamcha, right? I, you know what? I I'm should pretty actually sure look this Yamcha up. can do it. I'm, I'm gonna look it up too, just to see if I can just cross reference this. But, but I, I thought Yamcha as well. I'm because Yamcha did eventually train with Roshi, um, Gohan. Mm-hmm. 
Cell. Uh, Cell can do it. Yep. Uh, well, obviously, because that's the big finale, is the, the two of them Kamehameha-ing each other. Um, Boo. Boo could do it? Oh. Boo doesn't. I don't think he says the thing, but he, someone says that's the Kamehameha. I think. I'm seeing if I can find a list, because I know there's got to be a list somewhere. Right. Of, like, the mo- like who can do the moves in canon. Oh, wow, they actually have a height chart for... Oh, wow. Uh, okay, random. How tall is Goku? Uh, six feet. Five nine, according to this. Interesting. Um, also, wait. Wait? Oh. Uh... Which I don't... I feel this is not right, by the way. It's if there like is, 215? No, 136, which I'm no, like, that cannot that be right. That is not right. There is no way I'm, that is I right. am like I'm like five nine and three quarters. Um, hey, me too. <laughs> <laughs> wait a second. If I was one hundred and thirty some pounds, I would be emaciated. No, uh, yeah. I, I was <laughs> even to... if it was, even if it was, and if it's muscle, that's even worse. So, <laughs> yeah. There, there's, there's that's no right. way that that's you know right. what? Throw out that whole thing I just said because there is no way any of that facts are those facts are right. Sorry, I just I just saw that and I'm like. I, like, I was like, oh, height kind of makes sense, even though I always thought he was taller. Even though I feel Piccolo is, like, gigantic for some reason. Right, I feel like, well, even looking at the shirt, look at Piccolo is, like, a head taller than Goku on it. But I feel like in, the in like, comics and the show and stuff, they're not shown being that, with that much discrepancy. I don't know. See, now I'm trying to find, because now, now I've got, like, this thing going in the back of my head that I kind of want to find. More from this site that I'm using. I'm using Dragon Ball Wiki. So, I mean... I guess that's good fact-checking? Question mark? Maybe? Um, Piccolo. 7'5". 255 pounds. <laughs> um, the, the, once again, I don't feel the weight's right. No. I don't feel the weight's right on any of these. I could see the height working fine yeah. with some of those, but like I don't see those weights no oh and another fun fact you pointed out that i want to mention is what is the difference between piccolo in the manga and the um in the show uh in the manga he has four fingers and he has five in the show because of the whole uh in 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 japan a lot of cartoon characters have five fingers instead of four like in the west because uh it's some sort of like yakuza thing like if you dishonor your clan or whatever you get a finger chopped off so it's kind of seen as referencing that so they don't put in a lot of uh entertainment at all so all right so the kamehameha do you know what it um what it stands for uh isn't it like great turtle wave or something like that i believe so something something along those lines yes uh okay here i have a full list of users all right so once again i feel like this isn't accurate so it's gonna be like vegeta no it says tn (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, did Tien ever use it? Because I feel like he always used his his triangle beam, yeah. Kikoku, or whatever it's called. You know what? I'm not going to believe this. Um, let's, I, let's see what that list says, because I feel like some, like, I feel like there's going to be some ones we legit forgotten. Some going to be like, mm. Um, Goku, Yamcha, Krillin, Tien, which yeah. I don't think that one. Gohan. Yeah. Um, it says Frieza for some reason, which that, I'm like, are they okay, people who got hit with it? <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be it, because um, Frieza did not use it. Like, Cell. Yeah. Um, Gotenks. But that's Goten and Trunks, apparently. I feel like Trunks has used it in one of the movies or something. Well, yeah, because Gohan was his teacher. Oh, yeah. At least future Trunks. Um, and then go ten would have you. Oh yeah, oh, go I, ten I, because I, you say go, go ten. Yeah, I think I was thinking you were saying go tanks, but yeah. Yeah, go well, go, it yeah. does say go tanks, but once again, I said Fusion. no fusions. Yeah, because then you could just go all day. Uh, according to this, uh, Oob Pan Baby. But we're getting into go Vegeta Black. I mean GT. Goku Black. I Goku Black. I well, then we're getting into Super too. So yeah, uh, Captain Ginyu. I feel like this is including Didn't... games and stuff too. Right. I, why why do I feel like I remember Ginyu doing it though? That I can hear it. Which, by the way, the voice actor of Captain Ginyu, whose name I'm blanking, he just passed away recently. Uh, also, he was the one. He was the announcer. The too. announcer. Yes, I was going to yes. say he also did that. Um. 
Does it have the voice actor on here for... Does not... Oh, apparently 6-7. Why do I keep going to the heights for these characters, <laughs> even though I'm like, it doesn't make any sense. Um, so... Those are the those are the Kamehameha. Yeah. So, any okay. What other moves are? I'm assuming that's one of your favorites. But of course, it's, it's a it's a classic. Uh, I do love the spirit bomb. Spirit bomb. I do love the the, the, the Damas, It's called in Japan, which is cool. Uh, I do love this concept of just like here is this massive ball of not just spiritual energy, just like in general, but like it's being drawn from. You know, the first time we see Goku use it in an actual combat situation is against. Vegeta, and he's pulling it from all the people on Earth. But then, when he's on Namek doing it against Frieza, there's so li- there's so little life left on Namek. He's pulling it from all the planets in the solar system, and I'm like, that's such that's just such a cool thing. And you see, they do the shot where all the energy is coming from outer space into Namek, which I think is and it was massive. And Frieza looks up, and there's just this massive sphere of spiritual energy, which is pretty cool. All right, time to time to crap on your parade real quick. How yeah. many times does that work again in the series? Let's list off the number of times Spirit Bomb. Hey, I said it's cool. I never said it actually. <laughs> okay, uh, against Vegeta, uh, it, it shoots him into outer space. But then he was weak. It didn't what? Oh yeah, because he didn't have enough energy to really get it all. I think it would have worked, but he he rolled off of it too. It didn't instantly right. And then 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 pick and then uh, Krillin had to use it. Yeah. Um. Okay, Vegeta. Yeah. Oh and one. Frieza. It's true. Frieza, it... Oh, and two. It, 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 <laughs> it, 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 it effed him up pretty bad, yeah. but it did, but it didn't completely destroy him. Cell never... Yeah, I don't think it ended nope. up actually going against... Nope, they never used it against Cell. But um, it did defeat... One, one of the only villains that didn't... One of the only major villains that did not they, have the spirit bomb They never did the spirit him. bomb. Uh, but, uh, um... But didn't isn't that how they ended up? Defe- okay, here's the thing. I've never actually. I know how Dragon Ball Z ends. I've never seen like those last few like. I I know what happens. I've not watched them. Right, the like end. it was because yeah, when it was getting to those episodes on Toonami, when because they would release batches each year. It was my freshman year of college, and I I started watching it, but then I got caught up in college things and yes. kind of went away from it. But. I feel like isn't that how they ended up defeating Boo? Was was with like yep. the super spirit that's bomb? The only time it works. But the thing is, though, you got to think that's like the toughest villain they faced. So. Also, it was Kid Boo who was like pure evil. So that's the thing. It yeah. was one of those things where it's like, oh well, you know, Freeze might had some good in him, and that's because <laughs> the, the whole thing is supposed to only destroy something that's pure evil. Sure. Also, I'm pointing this out now for any of you listeners. I'm not including any of the movies in that discussion. So. Right, because the because movies, the movies, the movies, it movies works they, every time. they work because it's like, how do we finish <laughs> this movie off in 90 minutes? Hey, spirit bomb. Uh, uh, just get, just make Goku do a spirit bomb. Okay, cool, and, and it works. Um, my favorite move would have to be Final Flash. Final Flash is a cool move. The build up, the epicness of it, Vegeta. That was such a cool. The music, everything about that scene was awesome. Yeah, and it's something that actually like that was one of the first things the damage sell, and it it was like a stunning moment and everything. Yeah, I would like to say I have an honorable mention though. Okay. And we can also list the number of times this works, too. The Kiemzam or Destructo Disc. Yes. I, One of Krillin's greatest yes. moves and contributions that everybody in the show copies off of him, too. I, I mean, the thing is, with with the Destructo Disc, it's the most powerful move. The other ones, like, if you get hit with a Kamehameha, you can still tank it. Yeah. The Destructo Disc will slice you in half unless it will slice you well but so like caught it though it didn't bounce no, it hit off his him. neck did it, it hit his, his neck. neck did it did a bounce it off i couldn't remember that because i remember he at one apart. point he does catch it yeah because that's the thing like it's pretty strong but that's the thing it's like i think it's just like it never hits or if it does it's like like he hits frieza with it but it just cuts it his, hits tail. his tail it cuts his tail off he um he he doesn't hit vegeta with it Right. He basically could have killed Nappa with it. He him. was getting ready and Nappa would have Nappa thought he was gonna tank it and it yeah. was and if it wasn't for Vegeta realizing what it was, yep. he would have he would have he would have offed Nappa. Yep. Um and there's plenty of characters that have you have done their own version of it. I'd say that's almost copied as much as the um solar flare. Sure. Which I feel is used a lot it in is the series and then just drops out of the out of the sky or they'll like randomly bring it in from time to time but it's yeah. like but yeah it's not like it's it, it does lessen as the series goes on yeah it's it's used up until the cell saga and then in the i know someone's gonna put out there sometime in the modern series that it's used but i'm i mean saga but i 
I, I'm just saying I, I, I like the Kianzan Destructo disc because it is a uberly it powerful is. move. Um, and I thought I saw somewhere that the um, the special beam cannons in the mangas only used that first that first time. It's never used again. I'm hmm. like, really? Because in the, in the anime... There is a because you know that first time it takes him so long to charge yeah. it up, but then like there's one point where he is just like firing it off like yeah, it's he nothing because can... he's obviously gotten stronger. But it's sort of like there's one point where he's just like firing them off like the key blasts basically. So I'm thinking of that and I'm like, he only the only other times I can remember him using it, it's like just randomly he'll use it every now and then, but it's not a big thing. Cell uses it a few times. I know that because yeah. Cell's just using everyone's moves. Sure. Um, I'm trying to think of other moves. Already. Two, got, two more moves that I that I really like. Honorable mentions. So so two honorable mentions. I do love Frieza's finger beam. The, I love how it's just he just points and it's just this tiny little beam that will just mess destroy you, you completely. Uh, and then my favorite, uh, I think this honestly this might be this might even be my favorite is Piccolo's clothes beam. Uh, <laughs> where he turns where he shoots a beam at gohan and he's fully clothed <laughs> i'll go with it i'll go with it it's the weird and, and then actually does it several times because at one point gohan after he gets done training yes, he wants yes, his he, uh, he's like i want to have uh i'd like to have your, like you. your gear and he, he shoots him with the beam and he's got piccolo armor on okay um on that note favorite dragon ball z outfit what what character mm. outfit is your favorite? Because a lot of characters have like, I mean, Goku's kind of in the red, the orange and blue. I stuff. I gotta say because it's such a product of the time it was made. I love seventeen and 18's clothes because <laughs> like you got you got you got seventeen and he's wearing like the vest and the jeans with the rolled up sleeves and 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 the converses and then you've got uh you got eighteen and she's also wearing like a striped shirt and like a jean jacket and tights and, and tights and boots and she just they look like they're two eighties kids who are out to have a good time at the mall. <laughs> I love it, and they, and they are terrifying, which makes it all the better. <laughs> I always, always like the um, Saiyan outfits. The Saiyan outfits are really cool. That is, uh, cool or the armor. Frieza out the the Frieza armor. I really like the um, the one that Vegeta gets during the Cell Saga, where, it's where the, it doesn't have the um, it doesn't the shoulder, have the wings. The shoulder, it's just like yeah, the little the pieces. Because there's there's like two versions of that. There's the like prototype armor he gets during the Frieza Saga, where it's like the wide. Yeah. One, and then there's the one Bulma makes where it's like the yellow, like little plate things going over. Yeah. I, I always like that for some reason. No, it, it is it's very cool armor, and there's different variations. Like there's what, and you can, and what's cool about it is that you see so many characters throughout the series. Whenever Frieza comes back, and you've got like the several variations. Like there's the blue one, but then there's what Nappa was wearing, where it's just like the 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 shoulder pads, but you can kind of see abs. But then you got what Krillin wears, where it's kind of like a a short like shorts. Yeah. kind of thing but you see other characters and aliens and species with that same those same variations of armor which mm -hmm. i think is is really cool so gohan it, wears it gohan or... wears the blue gohan's uniform looks more like vegeta's did when he mm -hmm. first got to earth that kind of stuff like that yeah i i always liked those from reason it was just cool because they were like i it was a uniform destructible environment stuff like that i always liked the the damaged armor in the series and that was always like the damaged outfits and stuff and those were always cool ones because it's like someone could damage that armor it was like right. oh man things are getting real yeah like vegeta would pop up with somehow like half of his armor completely gone his shirt's still fine but it's like whoa what happened it, right it was always cool because it was like a parameter of how tough the battle was going whereas goku stuff i feel his his gi just popped off at the yeah i would just get i like i always liked when he after he gets done training with king kai King Kai gives him his gi, but it's like that special. He's like it's special material that's very indestructible, but but it's light as a feather. But then, like it, within two minutes of fighting Vegeta, it's already destroyed. Yes. <laughs> um. So I want to mention that because I'm like I know there's iconic outfits and stuff, and there is one that still tops that, but that one will come with. I guess we'll do this now. Favorite fusion, and I will include Gogeta in this because otherwise Honestly? we have two. I count this as a fusion. I'm saying perfect cell. Because he's fused with 17 and 18. Mm. He transforms by absorbing them. I guess maybe it's an absorption as opposed I, to a... You know what? So you're talking about... I'll, I'll allow it. Because I was about to say ones that, cause, that are caused by fusion... Uh, I can't even use my favorite then. Um, Vegito. Okay. 
Vegito is hands down my favorite. He's also up there with one of my favorite characters, but he's just... It, I don't count him because I'm like, it's a fusion, so it's just kind of like, take your two... It's like, oh, I, I love um, Neapolitan ice cream. Mm. It's one of those things where it's like, it doesn't... I don't feel like that counts. No, that, <laughs> but no, I, I love Vegito. I personally think, and this might be a discussion we can have right now, he is that Vegito is the strongest fusion. Oh. Even though... Yeah. For some reason, they say Gogeta is after the series, but I'm like, because it's weird. Gogeta and Vegito have two different personalities. Yes. Because one is Goku more dominant, one's Vegeta more dominant. Uh, Vegito's, go, go figure, I like Vegeta, and Vegito's the right. one that's Vegeta more dominant. Um, that one's Vegeta more dominant, because that's how you get Vegito, is it's it's Vegeta and Kakarot, where Gogeta is, of course, Goku and Vegeta. Right. I always like Vegito more because he was the one in the the in canon one, but now that we have Super, which I'm only including Super because it is technically, but they show Super Saiyan God Gogeta is like they broke reality when they were fighting. Right. I don't know. I'm. I I always felt the Patara fusion was the stronger one. Yeah, because that one was like technically it was like once you're fused, you're not supposed to. Wasn't that the one where it's like you're not supposed yeah. to unfuse? Yeah. Um, apparently, it was pointed out in Super that that only is the Kai's. Gotcha. Oh, that's right. Because then they do get because they're they're still fused until. Um, yeah, until, they, they they get pulled apart. Didn't by, didn't didn't Beerus pull them apart? I think Beerus, Beerus or Weiss yeah. pulled them apart. Uh, that was Kabito Kai. Yeah. That 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 was. I think they referred and this once again. I'm not super up to date on Super, but originally. It was the Batara fusion was permanent, and the reason they got broken apart was because of something with Boo. But then it was pointed out that the Batara fusion isn't permanent for humans or like non-gods, right? Because they use the because they that is actually a thing too with Dragon Ball is like they'll say the word human, but they don't always mean just people from Earth. They actually use that as like sentient races, like yeah. Saiyans are humans, Human. Namekians are humans, humans, humans are uh, Earthlings are humans, which so. is weird because you got to think about it this way. The Kais and stuff are gods in the series, but Goku's stronger than them. Right. Gohan. Heck, I'm pretty sure Trunks and um, Goten are stronger than them yeah. in in uh, the Majin Saga. Even not fused. And that, that's a weird thing. It's they become, like, how do they become that? I mean, Beerus, of course, is kind of the upper echelon of that, which I'm not. So, again, we're talking about. Oh, we're just going to do a Super. I was going to say, because I was going to point out with Super 2, that's kind of the whole Goku Black arc is. The, the 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 Kai in training see is like horrified that non gods have gotten this strong. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what sets that whole thing off. So, yep. um, so back to the fusion. I personally think Vegeta's the stronger, in my opinion. But since he's more dominantly Vegeta, he doesn't utilize his full power, right? Because he's kind of like I I don't. Whereas. Both Vegeta and Goku have flaws in their character because Vegeta, Goku, sorry, I'm, I'm mixing them up because I'm talking about the fusion and the thing. Goku, I feel, is one of those who, who likes a fight. So he'll sit there and prolong a fight yeah. or get somebody, I want you to be at your max when I fight you. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, what is wrong right. with you? Flicking a, a Senzu bean to, to sell. So, so um, it's, it's such a great series and it's such an interesting thing. It's so cool that it's come back. Um, more about that comeback, I think we'll discuss when we discuss a bridge whenever that happens, because I feel like that has something to do with it. But um, I don't know if there's any other things you'd like to. I, there, there's some, we could discuss this for days, right? But uh, I didn't know if there's any other bullet points or anything you wanted to bring up or ask about, like what's your favorite this, or that, or the other. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think. Uh, by, by the way, Gotenks is cool, but I'm sorry, it's just it. It's, Gotenks was weird because like it, it was it was they, comic they were relief. so strong, but exactly they were comic relief. Their children who've discovered an atom bomb yeah and but they have like weird moves like where they spit out the uh like ghost. the ghost version like that's such a weird move but it's cool but it's also kind of cool they break out of the hyperbolic time chamber by right. just like they're like oh we're just gonna rip a whole reality and it's like what i like <laughs> how that also gets screwed up because there's like there's the hyperbolic time chamber who uh that that they talk about how they have to like go use their power to break out of but then vegeta's training in it and super and then just like blows it up <laughs> it just blows up and it's like oh i'm standing here it's like it's yeah 
I didn't know if you had anything else. Uh, not to- really. I mean, I, we there's. You're right. We could we could do an entire podcast. Yeah, I'm sure there is about there are out there. and there are there absolutely and we could just go on but forever but I mean it's one of those where like you know a couple of years from now we'll forget we'll be like did we do a Dragon Ball episode we can, <laughs> we can always revisit this with new topics new discussions and also we'd love to hear from you the listener on who like your favorite things are from what we mentioned or stuff we missed or you know correct us because th- there's probably things we forgot or got wrong because uh, there's there's so much lore and age behind and, and it. it's constantly being retconned um i know that in um the kakarot game the new kakarot game that i want to get and play um they're they're retconning a lot of stuff yeah like they explain apparently what happened to launch from dragon ball which is, i never knew who launch was because to be honest i've never watched dragon ball right completely um, we saw well, we were, you and I were watching some of the Let's Play for the early yeah. game, and he runs into Android Eight, who yep. he has a huge adventure with in Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. And it's like, other than the very end when he's giving his energy for the Super Spear Ball against Boo, we don't see him at all. But he's like there, and it's like, oh hey, how's it going? I haven't seen you in forever, and it's like running into an old friend. But I like how they're doing that, where they're pulling in this lore from these different parts of the Dragon Ball universe that kind of seem to be separate. But you're like, oh yeah, this is part of this bigger universe. Okay, I got one final thing. For okay. You then. What, in your opinion, what is one of the weirdest things in Dragon Ball that's never properly explained? And I'll give you an example. Okay. Why are there, like, dog, cat, and human? <laughs> <laughs> that's actually that's actually what I think I was going to say, was I love how there are these anthropomorphic animals as well. And actually, on the Dragon Ball wiki, which I can still see you have up, there is a thing. Oh, I can see the reflection, <laughs> the reflection. In, in your other monitor. They they have a, a page about that where they talk about how I think 5% of Earth's population are those anthropomorphic animals, but I don't think they... Because the king of the world, the king of Earth, in this in this version of, of, of the, in this universe, Earth has a king and it's a dog. Yep. And I can't remember how why i don't i think i think that was one of those coming from because if you if you watch the dragon ball anime they those characters are a lot more prominent yeah they're not really seen that much in i mean they are seen in z and super but not near to that extent i always wanted there to be a like a prominent fighter who was an animal like i always thought like when i realized there are all these characters like that i was always like i wish there was like a a bear or a rabbit i don't care what kind of animal it is but i because there's dinosaurs too there's dinosaurs and dragons. I mean, yeah, it is, it's, it's, it's a weird fantasy earth where there's dinosaurs and dragons and androids and, and animal people. And so that I would say that's probably it. That's a good one. Because uh, it never explains it. It, it, it no really doesn't. It's just, it's just there. Um, yeah, that's, that's probably a good one for, for me. Or, you know, kind of like what is. What happened to the moon? Yeah, what happened to the moon? <laughs> it's just like, hey, well, it gets blown up twice. Yeah. And Goku throws a bunny to it at one point. Yep. A rabbit. Sorry, a rabbit to it at yep. one point. Thanks, Dragon Ball, for weirdness. Which, I mean, that is like a, a Japanese thing, like the rabbit in the moon. Really? Like how we see the man in the moon, we see a face in the moon in the west, but in Japan it it's... is called the rabbit in the moon. And that's actually where Sailor Moon kind of gets a lot of its lore ah. because her Japanese name is Usagi, which is Japanese for rabbit, and she has the giant, her her ponytail bun things are oh. like rabbit ears she comes from the moon all that kind of stuff like that so interesting yep i i never knew that do, so. do, do, do. huh neat anyways definitely um let, let us know what your favorite anything from dragon ball is um and of course we as as we have hinted at multiple times we will be back to discuss the abridged series which I guess I should explain what that is real quick. I'll probably explain. Yeah, let's let's wait Save until it. that episode. Okay. Let's let's wait until the episode. I'll tell this to the people at least here. It is a series on YouTube done by true fans of the show. It is one hundred percent. You you can watch De- definitely. Of course, support the official release. Yes, but um, definitely check that out because I want to do a discussion on that. And I felt like we had to do this one first. Sure. Oh yeah, we had we had to do this one first. But anyways, um. We've got some news to, to tell you real quick, and mine actually is vaguely related to this. So we are going to do our backlog, our backlog challenge, or backlog. Yeah, we're just, um, we're gonna we're gonna try our, and our put backlog, a dent in our backlogs, our, our video back, game backlogs. Yes, our video game backlog journey. Um, we'll of course announce on here like what we're playing, and of course tune into our social medias. Either um, I'll I'll of course use the Zingness 
Twitter, and I need to get the Instagram more going to kind of update people on there on what we're playing. But if you want, like, a play-by-play or, like, more in-depth, like, us discussing our journey, definitely check out the Patreon for that. So we'll have, like, uh, once a month we'll have a discussion, of course, on that, as well as the other stuff that we do on Patreon. Of course, the main show is, of course, still free and everything, so you can, of course, check out Zygnus where we find it. But my announcement is I'm going to do Dragon Ball Fighter Z. I never beat the story mode for that. Cool. So I my my quest is to beat the story mode. I think there's like three different versions of it, but in the month of February, I need to go through and just beat the story mode. Cool. I've never done it. I, I love playing the game, but I've never just sat down and been like, I'm gonna do the story mode. So <laughs> so that's kind of my backlog journey of okay. getting that out of the way. Because cool. that's been out for three years. Yeah, three, because they're about to do the third season of the right. um other downloadable characters and stuff, which uh, Ultra Instinct Goku is going to be the first one for that. Uh, I would like to say, I would like to say that my hope for that one, we're not going to do a full, full um, episode on that, but I want Majin Vegeta. That'd be uh, cool. Any, yeah, any anyone you want to throw out there? Real I quick? still, I know we got Janemba. I want Debora. I love Debora as a character. I think he's cool. I think because if you look at his power level, he was like on par with Perfect Cell, but he's such a he just gets blown away. Wait, who? Deborah. Oh, oh, I, I Demon thought King were... Deborah. Yeah, I thought I thought you were talking about the um, who's the per- pink guy from Frieza? Oh, um, Dodoria. Um, Dodoria. I thought you were talking about Dodoria, and you're like, he was on the same level. I'm like, <laughs> what? No, he was not. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did actually. There is something we never did talk about: power levels. That you well, know why? We we brought him up throughout. You know we why? Because power levels are they bullshit. Don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Power levels were a weird thing that was around in the series and then just kind of went by the wayside. Anyways, um, DeBoer is a good one. Uh, I want to see Majin Vegeta just because I just... I, I want another Vegeta in there. I want another Vegeta and that would be a good one. I, I, I would like to see less Goku and I would like to see more. There, are, Even if it's some more obscure fighters, I'd love for them to bring in maybe some of the characters from dragon ball like what if they brought in mercenary tau or they, what if or what if they brought in characters i mean because they brought in some super characters yeah and as much as i know it's not considered canon and uh, bring in some gt characters they, like they, just and which they kind of did with kid goku one. but like bring in some non-goku characters from across the lore like i would like to see that i think i think it would be cool i don't think they can oh wait no, i was about to say ultra after ultra instinct i don't think you can bring in any more gokus they could do another they could do Dragon Ball Kid Goku. Stop it. <laughs> they Stop could. It. They could do False Super Saiyan Goku. <laughs> false, false Ultra Instinct Goku. <laughs> so what game are you going to be taking a journey through, sir? So I'm, it's one I'm, I've been playing since September, and it's been on and off, but uh, Dragon Quest XI S. Um, I st- it came out uh, on the Switch in September, and I played it for a solid month, but then the one-two punch of Luigi's Mansion and then Pokemon Sword and Shield came out, and that really took me away from it. So that's so I got back into it uh, right after Christmas, and so this has been about a month I've been playing it, and I'm, I'm about 70 hours in. Uh, I have finished the second act, uh, without being too spoilery if, if, you're, uh, if you're playing it or, don't, or you're going to play it. The game is, is in three acts. The first two are kind of considered the main game, but the, the third, which you, I, which you could technically call post-game, is as important as the story in the first two acts. So I am just started that. So that's kind of my big game I'm playing. Uh, in terms of some smaller games, uh, I got a there was a free giveaway by Cubic Games. Uh, it was like 12 games before Christmas, and uh, it's called... I can't even remember what it is. Uh, Space Pioneer, and it's kind of like an overhead kind of parallax rpg kind of in the overhead look of like diablo or something but it's kind of got like simpler uh simple simplified very colorful graphics you're uh you go around uh you're you're you have little missions that you can complete in a couple minutes but uh it's a fun little game just to kind of throw on every once in a while and but it has an ending in sight and i'm a little over halfway through i started that a couple weeks ago Hmm. uh so that's that i and i but i think once i get through uh, Dragon Quest, which I think I'm going to kind of plow forward on and hopefully have done uh, soon. I think Bayonetta 2 is going to be Ooh. my next one. Uh, when Bayonetta 1 and 2 hit Switch a couple years ago, uh, I, I bought it. I beat the first one immediately, loved it, and then I got sidetracked with other stuff. Uh, so I never got around to 2, which I know a lot of people have said is the superior game. So I'm looking forward to that. I think that's my next uh, kind of big game I'm going to tackle. 
Okay. Um, as for our parameters on this, I guess we're just going to do any game that you have kind of that's fallen by the wayside. Uh, I'm not going to put a time limit on that. As long as it's not like a game, like if I go out and buy Kakarot, I can't count that. <laughs> now, if I buy Kakarot, play it, and then don't play it for like a, few, a month or two, I'll I'll say that's okay for for our parameters. And I guess we set whatever our backlog completion is of it. Um, we both I think set for this for our games is just completing the main story right i was gonna say like because like technically speaking i could say i finished dragon quest 11s but i'm not gonna consider it beaten yet i'm gonna at least finish the story of this third Mm. act off so all right so uh definitely keep an eye on our of course social medias uh zinger eight for me and backlog berg backlog berg or eric berg so definitely keep an eye on that i'll of course use the main zingness to um course promote that stuff in next month so keep an eye out for that if you want more of that uh definitely go to the patreon and check that out there's also our pizza journey as well mm. which we'll be adding to um don't know which pizza we're doing next but i did have some dominoes the past over the past week with the with the personal pan crust and um gotta say i don't like the thick crust <laughs> i don't like and it, it but we're gonna do hand toss we're yeah. not gonna do the thick keep crust. it standard across yeah keep, keep try to keep it standard board. Even though my, my favorite is still that thin crust, just because I just feel like it's, it's really good. Anyways, that's that's the discussion for a different day. Um, as always, you can, of course, find Zingness wherever you find great podcasts. And, um, of course, any other descriptions are down in the show notes for other shows or other links. Uh, Twitter, not Twitter. Well, you can check out the Twitter, but if you're on Twitter, you can see the link, of course, whenever I'm playing something on Twitch. I'm trying to get back into the Twitch mode. So, uh, probably going to do some Fighter Z on some Twitch uh, on like a Saturday or Sunday night or maybe during the week. We'll, we will definitely see, but to keep an eye out for that, um, I'm also going to, in partnership with my other podcast, Knights of Vader, be playing through the story mode of Battlefront 2. So, I'm going to do that. And since I've already played it, it's kind of a cool retrospective on has the lore held up? Is this game good? Should I be playing this? Uh, the answer to a lot of those is a surprising maybe. So, anyways, on that note, we will see you guys next week when we have another nerdy topic. Yay! Um, also, this is being recorded on the 26th. The 26th of January. Uh, I am calling this right now Nintendo Direct this week. <laughs> sports thing. It's a sports thing. Yeah. I'm calling this at, at the end, real quick. I'm saying the Chiefs. Who are they playing? The 49ers. Chiefs and the 49ers. I'm going to go. With he knows nothing about this sport, by the way. I am going to go with the Yankees. <laughs> I know about sports, barely. I know about sports like I know about uh, astrophysics. I know it's a thing. See you guys next week. Bye. Listening to a fourth hand joint.